It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, thank you for being here. We are Love, Dating, Romance, and Relationships. Good evening, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Um, Simon, listen, we talk Love, Dating, Romance, Relationships. I saw a story today Okay. Um, about Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston. You mm-hmm. know they're uh, going through a divorce now. Yep. I want to know about, okay, you go through a breakup with someone. Regardless of if you're still friends with your ex, I want to know about hanging out with your ex's friends. So let's say, Simon, you know, you and I are dating. You've got your group of male friends or whatever, Mm -hmm. girlfriends, I don't know. And I really like that group of friends. And we've all hung out together. We've all done things. I've connected with them. Is it okay for me to still be friends with them? Even though I don't mess with you anymore, um, can this work? Great question. And I, yeah, I want to tell you about what what's going down with Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston, and I want to hear uh, from you and from our listeners eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. Can this be cool? Has it happened to you? Did it blow up or did it work out? Are you still friends? That's next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Simon, um, love dating romance relationships on this show. Yes. Unfortunately, sometimes they don't last forever. And there's divorce or breakups or whatever right. it is. Um, let's say you break up, but you really like that person's friends and still want to hang out with them. Do you have to completely cut that off? The reason I bring it up, uh, Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston, they're going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. He's still on really good terms with all of Jennifer Aniston's best friends. Um, Thoreau... Uh, was spotted having drinks with a group of pals, including Jennifer Aniston's best friend, Courtney Cox, at a bar uh, recently. Mm-hmm. And so that has me asking the question, when we're in relationships, it's not just the two of us. It's our circle, our families, our friends, everybody else involved, too. What if I really like your friends and we've made connections and we've hung out and I, I don't want to lose them just because I'm losing you? Is it possible, Simon, do you think, to... Maintain a friendship with your ex's friends, and how do you go about that? Do you have to ask permission? What, what is the protocol, do you think? It will work if you're a decent person, because, um, let's say, Jennifer Aniston, best friend, will watch the interest of Jennifer first. The only reason you can stay friend with your ex-friends uh, is because you're decent. You treat them decently. The divorce will be decent. Mm-hmm. So there is no need for this situation of awkwardness, because, and I like the idea to stay friends, uh, because it shows you did not cross the line of, of indecency or hate or scandalous. People separate, it's okay. Yeah. Doesn't mean you should lose the friendship. But the best friend of Jennifer Aniston will watch the back of her girlfriend first. You would think he, so. Well, I, I would hope so. So yeah. let's say she does. And, and if, if Justin Thoreau would have cheated, abused somehow, then, and Courtney was still hanging out, that would be That would be a disaster. major problem yes. and a betrayal. Because your loyalty is not lying with me. It's lying with my ex for some reason. Exactly. So the fact that they can have a drink together and be seen probably shows that things are going well yeah and then that's i think a good sign when you can do that of maturity and respect do you feel like let's say everything was amicable yeah uh it, it, the breakup was fine we both agreed to break up nobody really did anything wrong we fell out of love whatever do you think that courtney cox should call jennifer aniston and say hey i want to ask justin out for lunch or whatever or hey he just asked to meet up should she ask permission uh, yeah, I think I, I would a totally. Uh, uh, yeah, are you okay with that? Yes. And then, and it's a conversation that the two friends should have way before one time for all. Like, you know, hey, reach out to me. You okay with that? Yes. We're good friends before. You have to give a heads up. But I think if it was you, Angie, uh, let's say you were Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. how would you react to that? 
If someone called and yeah, said, you, if Courtney call, called, and yeah, said, yeah. I would, it depend. like I said, it depends, like you said, it depends on how the relationship ended, first of all. If we ended fine. Amicably. Okay. I would be fine with it. I don't have a problem with that. I would have a problem if I wasn't given a heads up and then I found out you guys were at lunch later, then I would say, well, wait a minute. What kind of conversations were going on when I wasn't there before? And like, why wouldn't you say something to me? And also, I would suspect everything. Maybe we divorced because they were having an affair. I don't know. Why, why wouldn't you tell me this? It's a, it's a good point. Also, you know, because Courtney was her best friend, she might have facilitated a lot of these conversations while they were breaking up. Sure. You know how you lean on your best friend? Oh, for sure. He might have leaned on Courtney, too. She might have been a mediator. She might have tried to fix things, and it didn't, whatever it is. But I think what you and I both agree on here is give a heads up. Absolutely. Don't Always just go be upfront. Nothing behind the, your best friend's back. Upfront. And if Jen would have said, "I'm really uncomfortable. I don't want you to do that," you have to respect your friend because your friend comes first. Come first, of course, 100. Yeah, 100. Boom. So, but it's a good sign for them. It is a good sign. I want to see what our listeners think, Simon. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to take some calls. 855-905-8255. That's next on the Rendezvous. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. The topic is your ex. Mm-hmm. Staying friends with your ex is one thing. Staying friends with your ex's friends is quite another. Justin Thoreau, Jennifer Aniston, they're divorcing. He's still friends with Courtney Cox and hanging out with her. Yeah. Um, is this a good thing or bad? Let's go to the phones in Tampa. Listening on Mix 100.7, here's Troy. Hey, Troy. Hey. hey. What's up, guys? Bonjour. Hey. How do you feel about this subject? I think that you should hang out with your own friends. I don't think that people should hang out with their ex's friends. I mean, you already came in with your own friends. Just hang out with your own friends. So if you if the breakup was fine, no hard feelings, nobody cheated, no abuse, no nothing, you just decided you guys don't want to date anymore. But during that time, you really got to know some of her friends and you guys hung out. You still are like, no, I'm out. If, if it's like that, like if, if everything's cool, then yeah, go ahead. But I think if it's a bad breakup, yeah, and, bad breakup you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like if if it's something where you don't want to, you know, make it messy, I just feel like that would be a messy thing to do. Well, plus and, if you had a bad breakup, you don't want reminders of that person all the time exactly, and hanging out with their yeah, friends. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I'm sure they don't want reminders of you. But if it's if it's a cool breakup, you know, every everybody's amicable, <laughs> then yeah, why not hang out with the friends? Yeah. Exactly. Depends on the ending. That's it. Who, Who has wait. a cool breakup? Who? Show me one. <laughs> Simon, we, you have cool I, breakups all the time. Yeah, a lot. You're, you're a, a unicorn. I don't know how you do it. Um, a lot of, you, Kindly you, and softly. That says a lot about your character, though, well, and that you, you don't Angie. screw up a lot. Thank you so know. much for your call and for listening, Troy. Have a great night. Thanks, you Troy. too. All right. We have a coworker that's always here late at night with us mm-hmm. and always has a question. Ashley, our, our friend Ashley. Oh, yeah, of course. She says she has a question about her friend that she wants to get her advice on. Sure. That mm. is very interesting. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love mm-hmm. dating, romance, relationships. <laughs> and we have Ashley in the studio. I have to describe. Yes. You know, we do this show late at night. There's usually nobody here. Yes. Sweet Ashley, hello. Hello, hello. Bonjour, Ashley. Ash- Ashley, you always have a question either about yourself or a friend, and I love that you ask your questions. Instead of, you know, I don't want to, like, drag out my friends and my family. <laughs> Let me just go pop into the rendezvous. Yes. So you have. you said you had a question about your friend. Can you tell us the question? Yeah, so I have a friend who's been dating a guy who's five years younger than her. Okay. They've only been dating for about eight months. She has a son who is three years old. Uh Okay. So, you know, she's ready to settle down and you just start a family. 
with this guy who's 23 years old. But this weekend, he wants to go to Arizona where his ex-girlfriend lives. Okay. And she's like, no, I don't want you to go there. We need to stay here because they're supposed to go to therapy this weekend just to better their relationship. He's like, I just want to go to Arizona wow. with my friends. He's like, Whoa. I'm still young Whoa. and I just want to live my life. I'm not ready to just settle down just yet. He said that to her. Not those words. Not settle but down. In, in a roundabout way. Right. Because okay. he's 23. He doesn't sure. know how to use his words. Okay. And so mm-hmm. has she said, you're not going? She flipped out and said, I don't want you to go. And I'm like, oh, what did no. he say to you? He said, I still need to live my life and go hang out with my friends. Okay. So she doesn't know if she should stay with him because she does. She really loves him. Or should she let him? He's 23. She's like, should I let him enjoy his life yeah. as a 23-year-old and Oof. just kind of... There's a kung fu grip going on here. <laughs> is it okay to make those sorts of demands eight months in or ever in a relationship? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks for listening. We talk about love, dating, romance, and relationships. Our French romantic, Simon Marcel. Hello. Bonsoir, Angie. And our American beautiful realist woman oh. who keeps this show mm. real, Angie Taylor. I get a new compliment every time house. we do these intros. So I, I always introduce us just to hear <laughs> what happens next. Let's also introduce the beautiful yeah, uh, the Ashley. very beautiful hello, Ashley. Hello, hello. Yes, Ashley works here with us at iHeart in Chicago. And um, I love that you come in with your questions about yourself and your love life and also your friends thank you for airing out their dirty laundry <laughs> i love it so you before the break were saying that you have a girlfriend who's in a situation she's 29 boyfriend yes. is 23 they've been dating for eight months he wants to go to arizona this weekend yes where his ex-girlfriend lives okay and she said no no because his ex-girlfriend lives there she Whoa. doesn't really trust it and this i mean is earth and like all my ex-boyfriends live right here. but so and- what am i supposed to do go to mars he knows that they were going to have therapy this weekend to better their relationship. He's like, I'm 23. Like, I don't want to be in therapy. Simon, <laughs> does she have a right to make these demands? Would you do this? So there is an old rule from where I'm from that if you want someone, uh, you love someone, you let them go. If they come back, they love you. If they never come back, they just never loved you to start with. There's no better technique to know if somebody is into you than to say, you go, honey, have a great weekend. You love them, set them free. Yes, because if you don't do that, you'll never know really, and it's just a threat, an ultimatum, then your friend will never know if on his own he would gladly come back and not cheat on her, or if he goes there to cheat on her, then she can scratch him off the list, right? Well, you but she trust. has yeah, to trust I'm, him and his trust. choice. And that's the only way to know where the person right, stands. Because if he's going to cheat, he's going to cheat. In right. the backyard. Mm-hmm. He's going to cheat at home in the neighborhood. Not, the it doesn't matter. <laughs> if he's going to be the type of person that's a cheater, it doesn't matter if you're wearing a wedding ring. It doesn't matter if you're in a different city. Yeah. If you're the type to cheat, you're going to cheat. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And he's also telling her what is wrong and who he is and what he wants. He wants to be free. He wants to have fun. He wants to be 23. He doesn't want all this heaviness and these demands. And it sounds suffocating to me just hearing you tell the story. I want to wiggle away out of this relationship. You know, so she's got her foot on his neck. And he wants nothing than more than to get away. And she's saying, no, you can't. What what happens when you try to hold somebody down? You try to wiggle away. Mm-hmm. So Try to break free. You try to break free. And that's what he's, and he's saying it. He's saying, I need to live life. Mm-hmm. I need to. And she's like, let's just go to therapy. <laughs> and he's telling her who he is yeah. and what he needs. I, and she's not listening. And she has a great point. At 23, 
right? Mm -hmm. It's very serious and heavy after only eight months in. So I would send the bird free right away to Phoenix so? and switch. Oh, to, uh, a, a thousand percent. Th there's no other well, way for I her. See it? You tell her, you say, listen, the only way for you to know where he stands is not force him physically or by a, a guilt, but say, have a great weekend. Don't honey. give ultimatums. Show confidence. Yes. And then either he's going to come back to you because he loves you, wants to be with you, and you won. Or he's not coming back. And really, you want to because you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want you back. Make sure he goes there. And to, she doesn't call him. Nothing. Don't check on <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, just no, let no, him be nothing. free. She's going to go crazy. She what? Then She's going to go crazy. But can she handle it? Absolutely not. So the problem is not him. It's her. She needs to go to therapy alone then. She yeah. absolutely should. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, it is hard to be a single mom. I've been there. Mm -hmm. And I understand the need to want to settle down and have stability for yourself, for your child, and your future. However, like you're placing all of that stability in someone else's hands. You're right. You're rather right. than making the stability in your home, in your life, with you and your child. You can make it stable. You can, you know, hey, this it's me and you, kid. Let's do this. Um, don't put it on someone else to provide that for you. Um, it's a lot of responsibility for anybody, especially a 23-year-old. There are some 23-year-olds that would step up and be like, cool, right? let's do it this. Is. I'm ready to be stepdad. I'm down. But he's not the one, and he's saying it to her, which when somebody tells you who they are. Mm -hmm. Listen to him. Exactly. Thank you. And he is. So, so speak to your girlfriend. Yes. Right. I'm going to have to give you guys an update. Please do. <laughs> you really should. Please do. I would love to talk to her, too. She wants to call us. Oh, yeah, she can yeah, also yeah. call us, of Anytime. course. I'm going to tell her call in. Please. Got to call a rendezvous. That's you my know rendezvous. it. High five. Thank you so much. <laughs> More with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our friend Ashley was just in here telling us a story about her friend mm -hmm. who is very controlling in this relationship with a younger man who's saying, hey, man, I just want to be free. Yeah. Have you ever been in a relationship like that where you know you're being controlled, you know you're not free, you know you're feeling suffocated? I feel like so many times we stay in those relationships longer than we should. Absolutely. I've been in a situation like that with a wonderful French woman besides the jealousy and the controlling factor. And she would balance that constant controlling with, you know, I do that because I care so much. I, you know, I check on you because I care so much. I want to know where you are because, you know, I, I worry about you. And then your intuition rings, right? Yeah. You know that it's too much control. Right. And too many texts. Where are you at? Yes. When you, will you be home after the show That's at insecurity. night? Insecurity. Uh-huh. But you stay there because you don't want to believe it's over. The reason why I stayed in that relationship, Angie. I just didn't want to end it. I didn't want to believe it was yes. over. So, I knew it was yes. in my, somewhere in my mind, uh -huh. but that other side of my mind was not connecting. I didn't want to hear it. You didn't want to believe it. No, because you like the person. Sure, and sometimes people that are insecure and manipulative like that can convince you that it is love. In I'm the name of love. love. In the name of love. It's so unhealthy. And it's almost like uh, you know Stockholm Syndrome. We, we're in love with our captors yeah. uh, because they've convinced us of their plight. And uh, yes, they love us. This is all about love. And then you get away from them. And then how does it feel when you are out of that situation? You finally are like, I'm done. And you're oh, out. You breathe again. Ah. On the top of the Mount Everest. And you're taking a good breath. You're like, ah. Yeah. It's hard to see. Free. Yeah, it's hard to see what's happening inside the fishbowl a lot of times. Cause, and, yeah, because we, we don't want to say it and see it as it is. But we will tell you how it is, Simon and Angie on <laughs> yeah. The Rendezvous. Yes. And uh, that's why we're here. Uh -huh. um, if you have any relationship drama or you want to comment on anything on the show, 855-905-8255. More Rendezvous next.
Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, and relationships. So, Simon, we have an email that I want to get to from a listener that wrote into simonandangie.com. You can do the same if you ever need advice. Mm -hmm. Um, And this comes from Armando. Okay. Armando says, hello. Hi, Angie. I listened to you on 103.5 mm-hmm. in Chicago. Thank you very much, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and now also listening on The Rendezvous with you and Simon. Now I need your help. I'm in a situation. I'm gay. I've been messing around with this guy. It turns out he's married to a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to stop, but I caught feelings. I'm not in love by any means, but I do like the attention. But I know my worth, and I know I'm not a side dude. That's right. I also feel bad for his wife. I know I have to stop seeing him, but do I say something to the wife? When we first started seeing each other, I did not know he was married. Um, so Armando needs some help. There's a lot of things going on here. Um, getting blindsided by finding out someone is married is one thing. Yeah. Getting blindsided, finding out your uh, gay boyfriend is married to a woman is another thing. Indeed. And then um, you got some feelings. So, Simon, when we come back, I want to hear what you would give Armando uh, along the way of advice. That is next mm-hmm. on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We have a listener email needing some advice. Armando, listening in Chicago on Light FM. Thanks so much. Armando says, hey, Simon and Angie. Uh, he wrote into simonandangie.com saying, I'm gay. I'm dating a guy. Turns out he's married to a woman. Uh, he wants to stop dating this guy, but he caught feelings. Now he's wondering if he should tell the wife. Well, there's a couple of things. One to answer the last question, you should never tell his wife, why would you want to hurt her, right? right? She has nothing to do with what's going on, right? She's the victim of what's going on. You're not the victim, Armando. Well, she, he's she, kind of a victim. I mean, he was lied to but, by someone he thought was single and is actually married. Okay, but still, the wife, out of all of this, right. is the one who has the less to do with any of and this. And two wrongs do not make a right. No, so... I'm on the question, last question. No, you should not talk to the wife. Respect her. There's nothing to do against her and ruin something good. Now, um, you don't have to stay there. You said, I want to be a side dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that. I respect that. Uh, but now that you know that he's married, you can also do the right thing and stop the whole thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, that would be the right thing to do. Just say, listen, maybe you lied. Maybe there was a confusion. Maybe, but I'm There was a, a confusion. I was confused. I forgot I was married. For a second. So <laughs> a I, lot of seconds, yeah. Okay, so I think the right thing to do, Armando, is to ask your, your man now if he wants to leave his wife and be with you if you think he does. No, After you don't all, want to be with him then? Why? I would ask the question before I go. No. Be honest, I would always like to know the truth. No. Do you think he should be with someone that's been lying to him? Maybe, maybe not, because... Call me a romantic. How many affairs have ended in marriage? Many, many, many. How many marriages have started with uh, something like this? It has Would happened. you want to start that way? It's not my preference, yeah. but I'm not judging. So I'm thinking on the paper, and you're 100% right. I just, you know. Well, there's, there's more than one lie going on here. You know, so he's lying to not only the boyfriend and the wife, but he's also lying about who he is because he's married to a woman and he's dating men on the side. So... I don't know if his wife is aware of that. I mean, who knows? But he's not living his truth. He's not living uh, an honest life by his wife or by his boyfriend. So there's a lot of deception. Yeah, but now we're at a point where things are exposed, right? 
Well, he knows. Armando knows. Armando knows, right. but knowing what you know, <laughs> knowledge is power, Armando. I understand. Yeah. I mean, but is there ever an instance where you think it's okay to fill in the wife or the husband? If you are the one having, let's say, you know, you and I are having an affair. Okay. Um, you find out I'm married. You okay. never knew that. Right. Is there ever a time that it's okay to tell my husband or that you tell the wife or the husband, hey, I've been sleeping with your mate. Mm. Is that acceptable at all? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the show. We had uh, an email from a guy, said he was dating a guy, uh, found out that his guy is married to a woman. Now he wants to know if he should tell the wife, hey, your husband's having an affair with me. Mm-hmm. And I, it led me to the question, is there ever an okay time for you to call up and say, hey, your spouse is having an affair? I don't think so. You I, should never it's tell on someone. My policy. I don't think so. If if you are the lover of somebody married, yes, you should not be the teller. Why? Because you you're not there to do destruction. You're only there to do. You, you say it's like coming just from a revenge place or something. I really feel it what is. What if I'm seeing someone who's married? Oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Then is it okay for me to call the wife and be like, "Hey, your husband's been having an affair. You're going to see me around." I'm pregnant. Is that okay? Is that the way to go? I don't know. For instance, let's say you're pregnant. It's better the husband tells his wife that what he has done. What if he never does? I mean, what if he gives me an STD? I don't know if the wife has it. Should I call and warn her? Like, hey, I was sleeping with your husband. He gave me an STD. I should. I thought you should know. Well, his, his wife probably Just has it too, Just to protect her health. Maybe she doesn't, you know? Right. That's extreme, of course. So, so I get all that. I just think... The, as a rule? As a rule that it's for the people who have taken an oath, who have mm-hmm. said, I do, who have said, you know, I love you forever, who has broken their promises, mm-hmm. to clean their dirty laundry mm-hmm. themselves and have the guts it's to address. Their it's their yeah, their marriage, their promises, their oath, not anybody you, else. Let's, let's face it. Most of the time you're doing it to screw it up, to cause chaos, to make that person miserable because yes. you're miserable. Yes, indeed. So... I agree so, on that level. All right. Okay. Sticky situation. All right. More of the rendezvous, love, dating, romance, and relationships next. Thanks for listening. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Want to help you with some relationship problems? Simon and mm-hmm. I are ready. Yes. Let's go to the phones. 855-905-8255. I want to pick up the line in Highland, Utah, listening on My 99.5. Here's Mila. Hi, Mila. Bonjour. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Bonjour. We're good. I love that name. Um, Mila. Oh, thank you. Yes. What is going on? You need some advice, I understand. Yes. So basically, bottom line, my boyfriend and I are pretty serious. And recently, he's been a little bit rude, let's just say, to some of my closest friends. Um, mm. he, he's a very strong, passionate, opinionated guy. <laughs> okay. And I think that it's, this is because he's getting more comfortable around my friends. So he lets his guard down a little bit. You mean but he's showing his real self. <laughs> yeah, but then what ends up happening is he'll sort of like snap at them, like they'll say something and mm. then he snaps at them and goes off on this like long tangent because it's almost like he has to prove his point. And I mean, he's a lawyer in real life anyway. So this oh. is like, <laughs> that's his job is he's a lawyer. And it's been upsetting me because I can see that these are my closest friends. And it's sort of like, for me, like 
you don't hurt my friend's feelings. You don't make them feel small. You don't make them feel embarrassed. If you have something that you think, keep it to yourself. These are my friends. Right. And my question for you is how do I approach him with this and tell him that, look, you're important to me too. And I don't want you to not have to be yourself around my friends. Like I don't want you to have to censor yourself, but at the same time, you don't cross that line with my friends. Okay. That's a, mm-hmm. a great question. How do you have that talk? That's coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous. Welcome back. We're still on the line with our caller, Mila in Utah, listening on My 99.5 FM. Hi, Mila. Thanks for hanging on the line with us. Um, I really uh, liked your question. I want to get to uh, some advice for you, Mila, basically saying, hey, I'm really involved with this guy. We're close. We're tight. We like each other. He's starting to be rude to my friends to the point where you're uncomfortable, right, Mila? And you want to know, how do I approach this with him? So... Uh, Mila, I have a suggestion. If um, he continues to be, you know, rude, uh, condescending, provocative, provocative, uh, and it hurts your friend's feelings, it hurts your feelings. And I would tell him that. I said, listen, you know why it has to stop? Every time you hurt my best friend's feelings, it hurts directly my own feelings. Yeah. So yeah, if you are mad at me, go after me. Don't attack my best friends. They are like families to me. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, Simon. And it makes me... Curious, Mila, because I feel like if someone is comfortable enough to do that to your friends, that they're probably comfortable enough to treat you the same way. Is he is he that way with you? Is he that abrasive with you as well? Not not to a point where it's aggressive. You know what I mean? It's it, he's like I said, he's kind of an opinionated guy, and so we'll get in conversations. Well, and there's opinionated. Kind of yeah, there's a, there's a there's a line there with being yeah. opinionated and being abrasive and condescending, like Simon said, and and hurtful in your tone and in what you're saying. And I, well, you know, it hasn't gotten to that point for me yet. Okay, uh, it it is hurting my friends is hurting me. That's it. Mm-hmm. No difference. Yeah. My friends are my heart, and you're basically stomping on it. Is what mm-hmm. I would say to him. And if he gets upset about that and aggressive about that. You might want to rethink the person that you're with because this could eventually alienate you from your friends because they're not going to be uh, want to be around someone that treats them th- that way, that makes them feel bad. So sure. even though they love you, they'll start to pull away because they don't want to be in that environment. Who wants to be around somebody like that? Yeah. And right. you're going to feel isolated and then you'll resent him because you'll look around one day and be like, oh, my God, where are my friends? You know, I don't have any friends. I'm just with you. And what's happening? Your friends are a part of you. Yes. And she's right, a part of your heart, it ha- he has to understand. And you, and every time you you stick up for your friends, you stick up for yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah. hesitate. I mean, your best friends are you, it's like families. It's people you choose and love. Right. Right. Well, I've been waiting to kind of like have a chat about it with him. And this really helps and gives me definitely man, a guideline of where to go with the conversation and hopefully it goes well and and he takes it with heart too and understands mm-hmm. exactly like what you're all saying so yeah we hope you. so too you know for yeah. for your sake for your friend's sake be yeah. firm be strong be direct there you go okay good luck to you okay. mila stay strong yeah, okay stay strong and have a good night thank you so much mm-hmm. that's hard I've been in that situation. Yeah, you said Simon. you, you yeah. a story about that. And it, it sucks because um, with my friend, it sort of was 
well, you know, I know that he's a jerk to you, but she never really did anything about it. She never really stuck up for me in those situations where he was almost verbally abusive, honestly, and she was witness to it. And so it's hard to think that my friend wouldn't do that for me. And we have not been as close as we used to be. I don't want to be around that guy. Mm-hmm. My husband doesn't want to be around that guy. He knows what he did to me. So it's it's a weird situation. So I understand. I, I totally understand. Yeah. I hope Mila figures it out. Okay. More of The Rendezvous. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Next. Thanks so much for being with The Rendezvous tonight. Simon Marcel. Yes. I want to, yes. We had so much fun. I want to, uh, I hope we helped a lot of people tonight. And I want mm-hmm. our listeners to know we would love to help you if you need advice about love, dating, romance. Um, you can call us anytime, 855-905-8255. If we're not here, yes. leave a message. We'll mm-hmm. help you yep. no matter what. If you missed our show tonight and you want to listen back, simonandangie.com. Uh, we had some great topics. Staying friends with your your ex's friends. That was uh, the story about Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston because Justin is hanging out with right. her best friend, Courtney, Courtney still. Cooks, yes. uh-huh. And then Armando's email about dating a man who is married. Should I tell the wife? Uh, no. And then uh, we just had Mila's call. It kind of like stuck in my heart a little bit because I'm kind of going through the same thing. She called about um, her fiance being rude to her friends and I had that situation with a friend of mine. My, not my man. My man would never be rude to my friends. I would punch him in the face. But Simon, <laughs> uh, with Mila's call about that, that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said when you hurt your partner's friends, you're really hurting your partner. Yes. Because your friends are part of your life, your heart, your emotion, you choose them, your best friends. It's part of us. Yes. And you can't separate that from yourself. So Your, your friends are, as they say, the family that you choose. Absolutely. And so you're hurting your partner's family. Like, that's their heart. If someone were rude to you, Simon, or Jill, or Trisha, anybody on this show, my dear friends, like, that person would have to be out of my life. I couldn't look my friends in the eye knowing that someone is being rude to them and I'm allowing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Angie. All right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Um, like we said, you can anytime send in uh, questions for advice if you need it on our social as well. Simon and Angie on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at any time. Until tomorrow, have a great night. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.